Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Boeing shielding the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo will for you come Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. You can't live up to expectations, so just do your best. (laughs) That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors. (laughs) Just go with what you saw today. Change your opinion daily. Yeah, I'm all about that. You'll be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right. No one will remember. No one's listening. It is 1.14 on an early Friday morning following the Eagles third preseason game in which the game was not finished called early terminated is the word that they used 26 to 15 because of lightning Bo Wolf here alongside Zach Berman who I gotta say you look spry compared to the last time we were under these conditions you feel I feel like uh, you got the battle out of your system the regular season is quickly approaching I need to get in regular season mode you did say you got up at 5 30 this morning so you you were expecting to be a little bit loopy I was, and then I, I caught that there. second wind. But I realized that road games, road night games, are, are going to be better for me than home night That's games. That's right. What do you feel? How do you feel about the uh, them using terminated the game? <laughs> I think it's a little like drastic. <laughs> yeah, like, just just say, say like they called the game. called the game. It's like ten yeah. minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It's a preseason game. Yeah, it's already, it's raining. Nobody needs to come out and come back on this game. I mean, just say, it like, is official, but yeah, you can say suspended. Yeah, you called terminated. terminated is a little seems a drastic. Little, yeah, it reminds me of um, when uh, when Casey was born. Uh, they had decided that he was he was sort of measuring small, and so they decided to induce my wife. Uh, about about a week early, right? And so they brought us in, and instead of saying like, you know, we're, we're we've decided to induce you, we're gonna, uh, you know, we're gonna start the process. The doctor walked in and goes, uh, "We've decided you shouldn't be pregnant any longer." I'm like Ooh, what? Yes. We're gonna shoot her in the head? <laughs> We don't. We don't want you to be pregnant yeah, anymore. What is that? Right, you could have used a better. I mean, you, you could have. You know, why not to be so harsh? Doctor's not a wordsmith. Yeah, I guess not. So, but but yeah, you know, the interesting thing with this after the game is, I asked Doug Peterson, "What were you and John Harbaugh talking about there <laughs> at the end?" And, and Peterson's like. It was just kind of small talk. We're talking about practice, the season, waiting for the league to make their decision. And John Harbaugh gives this great answer about how him and Doug both agreed. Everyone's sitting inside in the air conditioning. It's not fair to bring them out for the player's safety, for everyone's safety. Harbaugh gave this great answer about why, you know, about what they were talking about and why they should do it. Right. Doug sounded like 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 they were figuring out their post game meal plans. (laughs) All right. Small talk. I wonder what else they were talking about. That's funny. All right, so maybe uh, Hayden Hurst, and maybe Hayden Hurst, who uh, is the Ravens scored twenty six points today, and Hayden Hurst turns twenty six in two days. So uh, you're welcome for that. As as uh, Aaron Kassinen said, he's finally uh, able to get off his parents' health insurance. Um, the big story tonight: no Carson Wentz, but really almost everybody else played. 
Darren Sproles did not play. He and Carson were the only two guys who will go through the preseason healthy and not playing in any preseason games. Jordan Howard didn't play tonight. Miles Sanders played one special team snap and just fair caught basically a, a kickoff return. But everybody else played. Jason Peters played. Jason Kelsey played. Isaac Ciamalo played. Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson played a little bit. Zach Ertz played into the second quarter. Everybody on defense who's healthy played, uh, which I thought was interesting, a little bit surprising. And then the other story, a great night for Josh McCown after a bit of a slow start. Two touchdowns. He finished, let's see, 17 of 24 for 192 yards and two touchdowns, a beautiful pass, a touchdown pass to J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, who also had a, a great night tonight. And then another one to Alex Ellis, which I thought was a beautiful throw, mm-hmm. uh, staring down the, the barrel. Um, I don't really know what my question is, but uh, what did you make of the evening? <laughs> well, we'll start with the first part of that because we, uh, both you and I, had, had been discussing Doug Peterson's preseason approach, which is a lot different than in past years. I mean, even though they played tonight, yeah. it's not like they played into the third quarter. Uh, he just kind of gave them a taste out there. You... Why is Jason guys Peters playing extensively? It's a good question. I think he just wanted to get those guys in the game. But Carson Wentz, he did not want to get into a game. Right. Like, where? why is that the line? I mean, obviously, I know why that's the line. But, like, Jason yeah. Peters doesn't need to play in this game. Zach I agree. Ertz Zach Ertz doesn't need to play in this game. Like, I agree. I agree. I, I think there's certain positions where you want to get them out there. I think those guys, they'd be ready to go week one. Um, well, so Peters said that there are like there are certain technique things that he can't do in practice because he doesn't want to go as hard against uh, you know guys on his own team. But like that's why they did joint practices, that's right? Why they did joint practices. Like, like he can do it. He can figure it out in week one. He's been playing for like sixteen years. Yeah. He's fine. Um, but you know, so all these guys, all these guys were you know just sort of towing the company line and saying. Uh, you know, it's good to get out there. It's good for conditioning, stuff like that. And then, and then Josh McCown sort of gave gave the, the whole thing away when when I asked him, uh, you know, if you were a coach, would you play your starters? Very good said, question. And he said, well, if I was a coach, I wouldn't want my players answering that question. Even so better answer. Even better answer. <laughs> and that's that's why no one's going to say that they didn't. They wish they weren't playing. But. That's a money quote right there. Well, it's how I. It was not a not a very good story that I wrote, but that was the uh, that was the kicker too. Kicker. So, yeah. Very good editorial judgment. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but luckily for the Eagles, didn't come back to bite them. Nobody got hurt. So that's really all that matters. I was thinking today during this game, I feel like if I could, like, my platonic ideal of my of a, pre, a team's preseason record, if I was a fan, I think one and three is exactly what you want. One and three. Yeah. Which is like the you anti-Ravens want, want, record. We want one win, just so you didn't get completely shut out. But you want the coach to be able to dig into guys for losing, and like winning doesn't matter. Well, the Ravens now have not lost <laughs> since two thousand crazy. They are. It's it's such an incredible streak. That's crazy. John Harbaugh is is the greatest August coach there is. Unbelievable. It's impre- yeah. That's wild. Uh, okay. Here's my question to you about Josh McCown, mm-hmm. and I posed this to you, and then we we decided to table the conversation for the podcast. Would you trade Nate Sudfeld? What are you getting for him? Well, I think you have to factor in that if the Eagles keep Nate Sudfeld and let him go, they ex- they would expect some kind of comp pick in return. Or they re-sign him as their backup next or year. Or they re-sign him as their backup next year. What if you could get a fifth-round pick for Nate Sudfeld? 
if you can get a fifth round pick for Nate Sudfeld, I would take it. I don't think you're getting a fifth round pick for Nate Sudfeld. I think probably not too. Yeah. I think you keep Nate Sudfeld. The scenario that I brought up to you that is I mean, a remote Clay possibility. Clayton was a fifth round pick. He couldn't get a fifth round pick for Nate Sudfeld. I guess for one year. It doesn't make yeah, any sense. For, yeah, for at at two point seven million yeah, dollars. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, whatever it is. Uh, but the scenario that I I I brought up that I don't think will happen, but I suppose you can't rule it out is just putting Sudfeld on the IR. Keeping him, Before keeping his rights. Yeah, so you can't take him off. Right. Keeping his rights, uh, but opening up a, a roster spot. I don't think that happens. I don't think they do that. I think it's actually more of a possibility for them to go into the regular season with four quarterbacks. I think if they love Thorson, I think they could do they could do four quarterbacks on Saturday mm-hmm. and then do put Sudfeld on, on IR on Tuesday mm-hmm. and then maybe bring him back in six weeks. And you just see what your depth chart looks like. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is what I think they're going to do with Craven LeBlanc. I agree. I think he's, he's the perfect candidate for it. I agree. Um, and you tell a guy to wait by his phone the way they did with Marcus Wheaton last year and, and, and Richard Rodgers. Marcus Wheaton, unbelievable. Guaranteed his contract. He was on the team for one week. It was, they won the game, right? They beat Atlanta, not because no of Marcus Wheaton. To Marcus Wheaton. And then they cut him that, to add whom? They had DeAndre Carter, right? Oh, that might be right. Yeah, yeah they brought Carter okay. for the Bucks game. Um, it's interesting. I mean, McCown looked better tonight with being on the team for five days than Nate Sunfeld has ever looked. McCown just looked like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And the, the touchdown pass to... Ortega Whiteside uh, was awesome. I mean, it was really a nice. great pass, yeah. great touch. It actually reminded me of Nate Sudfeld's touchdown pass to Richard Rodgers in New England last year. Oh, a great. Threw it, threw it up in the air to the right spot. I believe Rodgers got hurt on it on that oh, play. Oh, that might be right. Uh, but the touchdown to pass to Alex Ellis was the one that really impressed me. Yeah, Alex Ellis keeps showing up, too. You do like, you like yourself in Alex Ellis. I don't like you, myself you, in Alex Ellis. I'm I just saying. You might, you might be sneaking him onto your roster. <laughs> I can assure you that's not the case. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You like him. Uh, but, but McCown just looks confident out, out there. Now, he knows there's, what he's doing. Yeah, he's, he's a career backup who does not win a lot of games. He's been on a lot of rebuilding teams. He's been, a, he's, he's been a, an occasional starter. Yes. He's, uh, a, um, he's like a 4A, like if you were in baseball terms. Or he's like a second division sure. starter, yeah. I don't think he's what Nick Foles was in the sense that if Carson has a season-ending injury, you don't think he's not. Take he's him not. To the Super Bowl? No, he, I'm saying he's not rescuing your season. I think more what he's doing is he's getting you through a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, and so if if Carson goes down for four weeks, then Josh McCown can keep you afloat. And that's why they signed him. That's why they guaranteed him money, and that's why he's going to be the number two quarterback. I think. It, well, yeah, I think that I think the one thing that we learned tonight is that whatever, and we probably learned this when Doug didn't even answer who the number two quarterback was going to be. McCown's going to be the number two quarterback. But there is some recency bias as as, as we discussed this. I mean, they, they do like Nate Sudfeld, and Sudfeld has had moments. Don't you think if you were Nate Sudfeld and you're sitting in the quarterback meeting room like the, the first day Josh McCann gets there that you just you you loathe the guy? That's like, the business. I mean, what, I know that's the business. Trent but, Green was signed but to be you the got, starter. You got to just be like, oh, I hate this guy. Yeah. Like he's he, 
he's like a he's a little bit taller. He's got the same like blonde hair. He's coming in and taking your job. Like you're sitting there. I wouldn't get into the whole blonde hair hand. thing. I mean, but but no. I mean, Nate Sudfeld. It's gotta be like he Nate must Sudfeld, hate that guy. Nate Sudfeld's a smart guy. He 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 knew what was at stake here, and and the reality is that he got injured. He he hasn't proven himself enough. Now he's done some things, and he was their backup in the Super Bowl. You can't deny that. But with Carson coming off two major injuries, Josh McCallum gives them a little bit of uh, peace of mind. No, no doubt about that. What did you think of the McCallum uh, press interaction? I feel like he might be turning up the affect on the southern uh, accent <laughs> just a little bit. No, I, I, I would imagine he and has the Texas he, draw. He comes it out. He comes it out. <laughs> I first, think the first answer is the 79 Chevy. Chevy takes a little while to start start me up. Like <laughs> It's a great quote, it's, right? It's a good quote, but it's like it's too doing. good of a quote. He knows yeah. what he's doing. He, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's been known as a great quote in, in previous stops. Yeah. I suppose there's a reason for that. I don't know. I thought I thought he was. I thought he was turning it up it, just a little bit. That's that's the Jay Ajayi effect. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, you, yeah, yeah. Jay Ajayi. I'm always, I'm always a little skeptical. Yeah, Jay Ajayi's British accent just gets turned up a little yes. more when he's yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, but I think tonight. I, I mean, I I don't understand why McCown even played as much as he did tonight. Yeah, Doug said going in, he wanted to play him two quarters. They want to get his feet underneath him. I, you know, they they highlighted certain plays that he likes, and they went with that. I'm with you. I didn't think you needed to see him. I mean, the whole point of signing Josh McCown right. is, is, like, is right. he has why are you risking? Years. Why are you risking? Like the whole point is to have him as your like break glass in case of emergency. And and he's just this this reliable, experienced right. guy. You don't need to, who got, learns an offense every year. Fifteen years of tape on the guy. You don't need like, to evaluate him. Yes, and I the other totally thing agree. is, it's not like he was out there playing with the guys he's going to play with. Right. If if he gets right. answers the line, he's taking shots in the chest, throwing <laughs> touchdown passes to Alex Ellis. Yeah. Yeah. Why is he in? Uh, I mean, he's he's in the. I think the most impressive thing he did tonight was was know Alex Ellis's name in the post game press conference. You, I, I I wouldn't give him too much credit for that. You should know. How long does it take for you to get to know your coworkers' names? A long time. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm not good with names. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's certain tricks. I mean, I guess do. you throw a touchdown to the guy, you probably hear that hear it on the loudspeaker. Yeah. But like, there's certain tricks that that you, that you, that you do when you meet yeah, someone. I guess. You repeat their name. Right. Do you do that? I try to do it sometimes. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't find that it always works. Like if someone says hi, I'm I'm Bo Wolf. I say uh, hi, Bo. Bo. Nice oh, to meet you, Bo. Right. Yeah. 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 I know that that's a trick. I don't yeah, know if it, it works for me, but if if you, I I'm bad with you. names. I'm 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 pretty decent with names. You were so. like a hey guy. What's, um, up, what's yeah. up, my man? <laughs> not, not really that. What up, player? Alshon always says "little man" to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, "Hey, little man," <laughs> oh, no. and I'm like, I I, I want to tell Alshon like, "Hey, I'm I, I'm older than you," <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like that's like, yeah, that's I, not very nice. I, I, I understand that I'm short, but hey, but, little man. but like, could you imagine? Like, yeah, that's like, not that's yeah. not cool. Um, <laughs> I don't like that. So I I I, just I like that do uh, Brandon Graham just calls John McMullen brother Bruce because he thinks he looks like <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Arians. Arians. Yes, that's a good one. That's that's a good one. But but you, you, yeah, man, that's funny. Alshon always says that. Like he'll he'll have like an NBA <laughs> question or something. And no, a a little man, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm not sure that much else interesting happened in this game. 
I mean, they stayed healthy. That was impressive. Oh, oh, okay. wait. So I, I do want to address the running back situation. Oh, this here. was inter- this was very interesting. Uh, so they did not play Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders, like you said. I asked Doug Peterson why because they didn't play on the first two games. Doug Peter or they played them the first two games. Doug Peterson said those guys checked the boxes in the first two games, and tonight was about seeing Corey Clement. They wanted to see Corey, and Clement. they gave him a lot of work. They gave, gave him a lot him of work. work. He he had a nice eleven yard run on a third down on the first drive. Overall stats weren't that great, but I, I think you're starting to see a little bit of the Corey Clement of old. And the reality is, this is your number four running back now. Whereas he's on the team, he's on the team, but it just shows you how improved this depth chart is. After Jai's injury, we were talking about him being their lead back, and now going into this year, he's their number four back. This is a guy who had 108, I believe, 108 offensive yards in the Super Bowl. A hundred of those were receiving. He was probably their. He was their leading receiver. He was probably their. Uh, you know, he would probably have been the runner-up for MVP of the game. Yeah, good point. Certainly up there, Brendan yeah. Graham, potentially. Yeah, fair, but so 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 that stood out to me. I they bet you could probably read a little bit about that in Underdog. I I appreciate that plug. Underdogs, the Philadelphia Eagles, emotional road to Super Bowl victory, yes. available wherever books are sold. And we haven't addressed this yet. The official Birds with Friends meetup on. September, Wednesday night, September 4th, 7 p.m. at uh, Pistolas del Sur. We will be there, Zach, Sheil, and myself. Can't wait. Can't wait. It will be fun. Bring, uh, bring the whole family. If you bring your underdog copy. I will sign it. Zach Absolutely. will sign it. Absolutely. Uh, so I was thinking about this when you were joking with me about how you say wherever books are sold. Zach Gertz has this book coming out, and... Uh, and I, I, I saw him promote it as available wherever books are sold. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but so back to what I was saying. Uh, you guys Corey, have to give each other the published author handshake. That, there's just a Zach handshake. It's oh, not a public, okay. Yeah. Right. A Zach Brown's. Uh, yeah. Nice, yes. Um, <laughs> but so that stood out to me. Roddy McLeod. I thought that was interesting that, yeah. that, they, that he said. I mean, that was, an, that was a bit of honesty from Doug that we, yes. we don't always get. That they just wanted, they wanted to take a good look at Corey Clement, uh, and I thought he looked he looked fine tonight. He looked fine tonight. Yeah. I agree. Uh, certainly, Rodney, certainly more juice than Wendell Smallwood or, or Josh Adams. It was Rodney McLeod's first game since week three of last season, and I thought he looked spry as well. Yeah, he had a, a nice tackle on on Trace McSorley. He got credited for the first tackle of the game, and I was like, I didn't think so. So I actually went back, and uh, unfortunately, it was up in Game Pass, and he got. Um, Pushed over by Nick Boyle, nice. like Boyle pushed him over and actually got into pushed into. Yeah, okay. so but Rodney referenced that by saying that was kind of like his his welcome back moment when they pushed him there. Uh, Rodney felt really good about playing tonight. This was a goal of his going into the summer was playing the third preseason game. Okay, and he says his questions have been answered going into week one. Good, I like that. That's that's good. Um, what are what are the other things that you are? Uh, Percolating on in your, in your piece. Uh, yeah, so I, I hit on J.J. Ortega-Whiteside in there. Yeah, he looked very good. Looked very good. I mean, the great stat line. But like I, I pointed out, there's a lot of players who, who kind of tease you with preseason stat lines. Like Shelton I don't, Gibson? I don't think this is an example of that because I think what he was doing translates. The, the way he was catching the ball, um, the, you know, making... Eight he, catches for 104 yards and a touchdown. He had... On nine targets. He was winning at the line of scrimmage. He was winning in the middle of the field. He was winning down the field. 
Uh, showed a little bit more Justin speed Thibault. than I, than I uh, have seen from him when he was running away from uh, guys on that one catch and run. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 Now, uh, according to Howie Roseman, people never saw him at Stanford because More they were because playing so late on the West Coast. It's this. Caught the world by surprise. It's this that's inefficiency. Why, that's how he got to the second round. <laughs> it's this inefficiency the Eagles found back right. 12 football. Right. Because no one's ever seen Stanford or USC. Or, yeah. uh, <laughs> Very funny. Uh, let me go through my notes from the game. Uh, Rasul Douglas and yeah, Rasul got beat. Mac Hollins were the uh, Gunners, the, <laughs> the okay. starting Gunners. Uh, oh, the Eagles made a trade today. They did. Cody. Or, no, sorry, not Cody no, Ford. Yeah, Rudy. Uh, Rudy, Ford. Rudy Ford. Rudy Ford. That not was my one thirty-four a.m. moment right there. There you go. Mentioning Rudy. Well, you got yeah. you fixed it right away. Uh, who is billed as a uh, an ace special teamer and a free safety by trade. Uh, which is good because the Eagles don't really have a, a backup free safety who's assured of making the roster. As we've talked about, they have Cyprian and Sendejo. And we said the other day, talking about like uh, who some, who, someone from the Ravens who could uh, intrigue them, like a, a, a low roster depth piece, we said safety would make sense. Yeah. So the Eagles answered that question. I'm not so sure that this guy's going to make the roster, but... We know Bruce uh, Hector wasn't. We know, we know Bruce Hector wasn't, exactly. So um, I think... Uh, I think I'd, I would give him like a 51% chance of making the week one roster. I'd go a little less than that. Okay, well. Did Bruce Hector provide good material for you? No, not particularly. He, I, he I had always, the name. He had the Hector Hester name, which was fun. Uh, he, he was a – Bruce Hector is not a, a full sentence all-star. It's, it needs a comma. Oh, okay. Bruce Hector, yes. yeah. Um, if it was Hector's, it'd be different. Right, yes. Cor- correct. And I always thought that um, he looked like, I've said this before, I always thought that he looked like the, um, Ken Griffey Jr. in the Simpsons episode when his head <laughs> blows up. I wasn't a Simpsons guy, but I'll take your word for it. Mm, that's going to be a divisive thing for you to say. Um, Deshaun and Alshon only played the first series. Like, what are, like, why is Deshaun Jackson playing this game? Why is Alshon? They were going to give yeah. Deshaun Jackson a, re- a reverse. It was a false start, but they were about to give him a reverse. Why would you do that? Just get his feet wet, right? He's, he's never played in a game before, apparently. Jason Peters being in this game, I said this to Handsome Rich, I felt like... Cause he was Rich Hoffman, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I said... It, he, he was playing to like, the second quarter, mm-hmm. and watching him still being on the field, I felt like... Um, have you ever seen the movie Mallrats? Not seen the movie Mallrats. Well, there's a there's a scene. Should I have? Is, is, is that like a required viewing? No, movie? I mean, okay. It's 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 like a fun movie when you're uh, like a kid growing up. Okay. It's you know it's sort of like '90s uh, crass humor. It's a Kevin Smith movie. It's fine. It's good. I like Mallrats. Uh, but there's a running theme where uh, Jason Lee keeps seeing this this baby on the escalator. It's like I can't believe that baby's still on the escalator. And that's how I feel like, well, I, I, I can't believe Jason Peters is still in this game. It was driving me nuts. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, I don't think, uh, I think stock is down on my boy Sua Peta. They don't, they don't seem as high on him as I am. Unless they're just they're hiding stashing him. him right? Stashing him for the practice squad. They did not put Brett Toth in. Yeah. I was waiting for him. Maybe if the game wasn't delayed. You had or, some, or you had some good lines tonight. You were on fire in the press box tonight, I thought. I appreciate that. I, I didn't realize that. You, uh, Josh Sweat jumped off sides, and very quickly <laughs> you said, and you said Josh Sweat is slow getting off the line. 
I shouldn't be laughing at my own joke, but you, as you say that. Uh, there, was a, there, there were a bunch of penalties in this game. It was nonstop. It was yeah. very hard to watch this game. And there was, a, uh, there was a, a call on a catch by Greg Ward, and then I forget who was flagged, but it was, a, it was, it was flagged as unnecessary roughness for leading with the helmet. And it looked like it was not the right call. And actually, in the locker room, I overheard Greg Ward say, like, oh, that was a clean hit. Like, he was watching the video <laughs> yeah. of it for the first time. He's like, I'm, I, I ain't going to lie. That was a clean that hit. That was a clean hit. And, you, and everybody was going crazy in the press box, and you just deadpan, the press box is outraged. I thought that was a funny line. I, I didn't think that was that funny. I thought it was I good. I appreciate that. Um, but they were outraged. It's like... Damn, it's yeah. like, you calm down, everybody. Uh, there was, there was a uh, uh, rough in the quarterback on Deshaun Hall that I thought was nuts. I, I, I got to give a shout-out to my former colleague, Les Bowen, uh, because I sat next to Les for seven years, and Les would get incredulous about calls. Yeah. Um, like, Les. Right. So, I'm with Les on so that. So sometimes like, I... The NFL, like, the rules are so stupid. Yeah. So I, I keep waiting for a call that's so egregious that I hear Les from the other end of the press box because, yeah, because uh, there are some calls that, that outraged Les. Uh, my other... I think my last note here is there was a very funny moment when the Ravens uh, botched a handoff, the running back ran into the quarterback, like stuffed in the backfield, and then and then like shortly after was tackled by Alex Singleton, and Alex Singleton gave a gave a finger wag. Oh, there you like, go. Yeah. Like you don't you're not gonna run into the quarterback and get and run past me. Like you didn't do much on that play, Alex. Like you don't need to finger wag that. In Canada, you you get a few points. For that, so. <laughs> in, ooh, in Canada, you said Canada a little bit of a Canadian accent. I thought there. I'm half Canadian. You've got some Canadian in you. Hey. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's about it. Here's a question for you that I've been wanting to ponder. Shoot. Who are some, who are some real surprise cut possibilities? For the Eagles? Yes. Stefan Wisniewski. I don't, think that's a, I don't even think that's a big surprise at so, this point. All right. I'm talking about like who would, who would really blow you away. All right, this, this question is a pet peeve of mine, by the way. Okay. okay? I get that. Let me have it. I get this often. You know, like you're on radio. Who's who's like the surprise such and such? Right. Who's the surprise guy to make yeah, the team? Yeah. Surprise cut. And if it's if it's such a surprise, then I can't volunteer. For okay. You. Like I say, Stefan Wisniewski. You're like, oh, that wouldn't be a surprise. Anymore. What if wh- like a guy who started the Super Bowl for you? Who when you went in the training camp did you think Wisniewski was going to be on the roster? I wasn't. I I was skeptical okay. entering training camp. Okay. I because was he was not in their plans. Mm-hmm. They they only signed him late in free agency. He's a vested veteran. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I still think he. I, th- I still think he's. I'm going to say 55 percent going to make the roster, but that would like. I wouldn't be like wow if they cut him. But but like I don't know. They're going to keep six defensive ends. Could they cut Josh Sweat? No. No. Possibility? It's a possibility. That would be a and surprise, or, right? I just want to... I, I, Could they cut Darren Sproul? I appreciate all our loyal listeners. I really, truly do. Like, it's, it's, it's one of the cool things about coming here is this community that, that you've cultivated. That being said, I just want to <laughs> set the record straight. You better blast him right now. No, I want to set the record straight. I did not say Josh Sweat is becoming Daniel Hunter. I did mm. not say the Eagles drafted Daniel Hunter. I'm saying... When you look at the measurements, I think what you said. You was, look at the skill when set. Daniel Hunter goes to bed at night. He goes to bed <laughs> dreaming that one day he'll be as good as Josh Sweat. Those were, I believe, your no, exact were, so, words. So I, there's certain like designations. Daniel Hunter grew up. 
with posters of Josh Sweat in his room. There's certain designations that I've gotten in the four weeks that we've done this podcast. It's like the Chip Kelly guy, the Sam Bradford guy, the Josh Sweat guy. All accurate. And these are not accurate. Like you can't, I'm just, All I'm doing is suggesting nuance that they're, you know, and providing a little context that when you look at height, weight, speed, playing style, it compared to yeah, but the not Hunter anymore. You've got two years of looking at him with your own eyes. Well, that's not how he plays. I had last summer, okay, and then I had yeah, and then I had this summer. I mean, he really didn't play during the season last year. Well, when he did play, he was garbanzo beans, and, th- and then he got stashed on IR. So, so I look. I I like Josh Sweat. I still think there's talent there for them to develop. I don't think they're going to cut him, but I want to set the record straight. I did not say he's becoming Daniel Hunter. Uh... N- Go back and listen to all. I never said that. What I said is that the 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 comp, the best case scenario, the best comp for it. What you is said Daniel is Hunter. that if the Vikings called up and offered Daniel Hunter for Josh Sweat, the Eagles would say no. We have someone better. All right, let's let's move on to the next topic. It's, it's is there anyone? Is there anyone else? But no, <laughs> seriously, kidding. like, is there anyone you think could be a like? Could they cut? Well, I guess you wouldn't. I mean, you wouldn't cut Sudfeld. But no, you wouldn't cut Sudfeld. Um... You mentioned Sproles. They're not cutting Sproles. Maybe Matt Collins. I don't think they're cutting him, though. I think he's on the team. I think so, too. Uh, Wisniewski, I think, is on the team. Uh, would Pryor count? No, I don't think Pryor would count. Okay. LJ Fort, does that count? Or we I don't think it counts it? because I think there's so much attention on him because yeah. of the comp pick, but I think he's on the team. Yeah. I don't think they're cutting I mean, him. He's, the, been, here, he's been good. The only – I don't think this is going to happen – and I don't think this should happen. And I don't think this, yeah, I don't. You're but, talking about Wentz? No, no, no. I'm saying Jake Elliott's the one that's. that's oh, that's interesting. I don't think, it's, I don't think that's going to well, happen. Well, you think he's Mr. Big Money Clutch. Well, he has six game-winning field goals in two years. Okay. Like, that's, that's yeah. a fact, number uh, one. Son Carly Lloyd. Make it happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be, that'd be an interesting. No, but I think if you're looking for, like, the, oh, I, I didn't see that one coming. That is yeah. That's that's a, that's, that's a good one. That's I like Jake that Elliott. one. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I like that I, one. And, but Doug Peterson, you know, so there's a different. Uh, if you go back to the transcript last Prescott or sorry last preseason, I asked Doug about Jake Elliott last preseason, and Doug was like, "No concern at all, nothing mm-hmm. like that." And then Doug was asked tonight um, about Elliott, and and he didn't say he was concerned, but he said you would like to see him be more consistent. Jake Elliott's made two kicks from over 50 this year in the preseason. He's missed um, a 40 and 41 yarder, and that's that's that not good. His, that was that, that's what he did last year. It was the book on him last year. Well, that's year. what he did two years ago. Last year he 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 was oh, yeah, you're right. yeah he was good from inside 50. Last year he was like two from like he was two of five from beyond 50. That's correct. That's correct. But he did miss I think two extra points last year. Yeah. So uh, look, he's he's gotta he's gotta get better, uh, or he's gotta be more consistent. Uh, those kicks you miss, that's the difference between going to the second round of the playoffs mm-hmm. and having, what, seven kickers come nine. try out for you, nine kickers yeah. come try out for you. They should have brought which, which Oh, all right, so this was I, – I shouldn't be going on tangents at 144. Here we are. But because you rip on, on Matt Nagy, and I got asked this question in the, in the chat today, I want to say I don't have an issue. With I this. saw you defending Nagy yeah. on this. I I wasn't defending the him. guy has an the guy has a problem. Like 
Yeah, you should feel it. Like you, when when something you should bad, feel it. You shouldn't let it like infest every aspect of the organization and make it the like the only storyline that anyone is focused on because that's all you're focused on. This isn't little league, okay? This isn't like well, we had a great season. A we had Paul guy over here. No, I, I, I'm I'm saying. They now I I I think it's wrong to put and that entire like, game. And he keeps putting them on the same yard line and keeps bring, it, dredging it up like. Yeah, it should stink. Uh, Feel it. Feel it. I disagree. Like I, you know, if, the guys if somebody, got, you got to move on. You got. It's not mutually exclusive. Like it you, seems like it is for him. You, you want your guys to feel it. You want your guys to know it. Like you want, you want that pain. You want that motivation. They they uh, already felt the pain. They don't need like it's not about it, it's. There's not like uh, they don't need to be reminded of the pain. You're like, I mean, you're like Bill Belichick. It's all he cares like, about. Bill Belichick pretends something like didn't exist once it. It's like, but I'm not saying it's like, don't you pretend like it didn't exist. You can't. You can say we need to find a kicker, but like it's such a. Uh, you don't want to bring in Colin Kaepernick because he's a distraction, but we're going to bring in nine kickers and have that be all anyone's asking anybody about? It seems like a distraction to me. It's – well, first off, Colin Stay Kaepernick – Stay on task. That's not like – is Colin Kaepernick a thing in Chicago right now? No, I, but okay. I mean that this this whole thing about like we, we don't want to bring in distractions in the locker room. Like, I've never once used that – I don't think Colin Kaepernick. I I would sign Colin Kaepernick if, if he made sense for my team. I don't. I think distraction is the most overrated term. Or it's I totally agree with term. that. Whenever you hear like distraction, especially this time of year, I always say like distracting from what? What exactly are they distracting right. from? Everything we ask about is essentially a distraction. <laughs> you know, that's like true, yeah. like most of the time, the things we're doing are distracting them from right. what they're supposed to be doing. So. That's yeah. So I I don't buy distraction. But I think Matt Nagy has a real real problem. I I I don't. I like the. How's fact he going to be? How's he going to be putting his offense on. together when he's just we're just watching clips of the double doink nonstop? Well, he's still putting the offense together. Like they still they still executed a preseason. You know they they oh, I'm sorry a an off season. They still added That's David debatable. Montgomery and and Cordero well, they, yeah, Patterson. They drafted and, players. You're not gonna, tra- they were going you know, to pass on draft so, picks. No, but they still like improve their team elsewhere. Like they they still made these moves. So I think that I think they are they are fundamentally broken. Uh, yeah, that's where I, I disagree with you. And I really like Allen Robinson this year. I think what you saw in the playoffs against Allen Robinson is going to carry over. But that's besides I'll the bet point. you a pasta fissure that the Bears don't make the playoffs. I'm not ready to make that bet yet because I I have two, three teams in the NFC South that I like. So what you're saying is they need to win the division. I think the Bears missing the playoffs is one of the one of the predictions yeah, I, I feel mean, most confident about look, I, I have more entering confidence. this season. I have more confidence in Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins than I do in in Mitch Trubisky. And so Mr. Biscuit. Yes. But anyways that's that's besides the point. I'm sorry what I What about Matt Stafford? I, I I'm a I really like Matthew Stafford. I don't oh, like the rest of that down. I don't like the rest of that roster. Matthew Stafford's arm talent is outstanding. <laughs> I was trying to get a chuckle out of you when you I said are, arm talent. You yeah. are Matt Nagy's going to call you up crying one day, and you're going to you're going to tell him it's okay. You need to feel the pain. Yeah, uh, this is. I mean, this is a uh, like a. Is there a head coach that you won't defend? Yes, there's a lot of head coaches. How about Matt Patricia? 
I will not defend Matt Patricia. <laughs> okay, that's no. good. That's a, that's good to know. There's a line. No, there's a lot of head coaches I, I won't defend, and I'm not defending. This goes back to my nuance. Like I'm not defending everything Matt Nagy does. I just I. Agree. This is everything he does, no, though. I agree. This is everything like, that he does. In is life, the kickers. That's all he does. In life, when you screw up, I think you need to feel it. That's my point. I don't. You think, can feel it, and I don't and, think you kick dirt over. I think you need to feel it. You need to feel it. That's my point. But that's the there's. A, <laughs> You, you don't have to go overboard. You don't have to like. You don't right. have to start cutting yourself. Let's 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 continue this when they play the Bears later this year. Okay? Oh my goodness! Uh, here's a question for you. Who you're rolling here, man? <laughs> who is the most likely Eagle mm-hmm. to play in a regular season game for another team this year? Most likely Eagle to play in a regular season game for another team. Stefan Wisniewski. I don't know if I agree with that. Because you think he's I think, out of football? No, I think there's a chance he makes the team. Sure. So I want to think of a guy who is definitely not going to make the team but will make another I roster. I mean, that's, that's, that's one of those answers that, like, it's like 1.50 a.m. And I'm just like, <laughs> all right, I'm giving you an answer. I thought it's adequate. It's, <laughs> you're like, oh, that's not a good answer. I'm like, I mean, we, we're on minute one of this podcast right now. Is there any way of us knowing that? Uh, yeah, 35 minutes. We're at 35 minutes in. It's one. You know what I think my answer I is? I give you Stefan Wisniewski, and that's not good enough for you. <laughs> you know? I think my answer – well, I think my answer is Josh Adams. Yeah, I think Josh Adams – I think Josh Adams is going to be on the Jets in two weeks. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I think Joe – I, I think, think um, I think. Although they really like what they're seeing from Ty Montgomery, by the way. That's what I read in an Albert Breer column today. Oh, well – I'm glad you read it. Uh, I think that Trayvon Hester, if he doesn't make the team, is a lock. Mm -hmm. I think that... I don't think he's a lock, by the way, to be on another team. Yeah, I think he's good. Okay. He's good enough. How about Anthony Rush? Yeah. The guy's killing it in Oakland. He's going to make their team. He was the first cut. He was the number 90 guy here. Yeah. So actually, he's... a bad decision. He's one of the reasons I I looked up the stat today. I liked Anthony Rush. Of of the... uh, Players from 2016. Oh, that was Eagles a good signed. stat you had. Yeah. Um, from like August 1st, August 26th. I'm sorry, August 21st, August 1st, August 22nd in 2016. They cut seven guys who were healthy, like not, not waved injured. And none of them caught on elsewhere except Cedric O'Neill, who re-signed with the Eagles. That's a good one. Um, and uh, and this year, stat. everyone that they've waved or cut except my guy Jay Liggins has, mm. signed, has signed somewhere else. I forgot that they cut Jay Liggins. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's so. I mean, I <laughs> I don't want to say it's okay, but like it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's not like you know, the, right. life goes on. Okay, yeah, I wasn't true. expecting Jay Liggins well, to feel be... the pain, Zach. <laughs> don't just go. don't just move past no, it. Don't if, brush it aside. If they cut me, feel the pain. If they cut me, I yes, I I. This is an expression I I, I use often. You have to feel. It. If I screw up in a story, it, I'm like despondent, and my wife will try to like cheer me up, and I'll say. I need to feel it. Well, I'm despondent about. I've been. I've been feeling the uh, uh, forgetting that I shook hands with Mina Kimes after the Super Bowl uh, in the interaction with Sheila on Twitter. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's. Uh, she's she's really talented. She, she writes she's good fantastic. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, I forgot all about it. It was a long night. It was. I was sleep deprived. I know the feeling, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Any other notes? Any other stuff here? 
I want to let you go. I think Shields going to crack up at this, by the way, where you say, where I say, I know the feeling, Bo, and you're like, let's see, any other notes? You know? I, th- I thought that was a signal. I'm still writing to do. Okay, that's fair. Uh, no, no, but I, I enjoy the podcast. What else? Anything else? Uh, not really. I mean, did, did, do you have any, did, any roster things that changed for you tonight? Nothing that changed um, offhand. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I, I need to go back and okay. I'm not going to You've got work to do. I, I'm, I'm not going to watch so much of this film. I'll, I'll probably just watch the, the first quarter and then some McCallum highlights. Uh, and then we're into week four of the preseason. It's, it's amazing how quickly this has gone. At least for me. This I know, my, that's right. Yeah, this is, this is new for me being here. So this has all happened so fast. I had all these. You gotta I, feel it, Zach. I had all these plans for what to do in August. You gotta and, feel it. And here we are. It's August. I know. It's August twenty third. I know that's right. It's Jets week. Okay. All right. I guess that's all we got. We will be back. Uh, I don't know when we'll be back. We're off the uh, daily pods now, so Monday. We'll 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 feel it feel it out Monday or Tuesday. So uh, the Eagles return to practice on Sunday. As far as we're concerned, but we, we don't know now, what time. We are now uh, only in the <laughs> period where we get the first 10 minutes. Yep. So, um, I, guess, uh, I guess that's all we got. Hayden Hurst is an old man. There you go. For Zach, I am Bo. And for Sheila as well, as always, we love you. friends.